Good morning. It is a Friday. What is this day? This is the uh, 21st of October. It's the Friday Fun Bunch. Kale and Company live right here on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in Manchester and beyond, and streaming around the world and around the clock on nhtalkradio.com. And uh, it is the Friday Fun Bunch. We have uh, uh, one member, well, two members. I guess I'm, I'm a member of the Friday Fun Bunch. Two in studio. One will be calling in a little bit later on. And uh, in the studio is an author, athlete, archaeologist, uh, neat dresser, swell dancer, loves kids, cats, and dogs. He is a doting grandfather. I saw that on display uh, last Sunday during the uh, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk uh, here in Concord. It is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raffio. Tom, welcome back to the program. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here, Ken. And last Sunday was so fun walking with you and Kitty Ray, um, Havana, and Ellen. And uh, you saw in the papers uh, we achieved uh, a half a million dollars. Uh, you know uh, what? I was going to say that. When I saw this headline uh, this morning, uh, or y- yesterday morning, actually, in the Concord Monitor, Cancer Fundraiser Tops. $500,000 mark. And I know, and you're a modest guy, Tom Raffio, but you were a driving force for uh, getting uh, quite a bit of that of that money. Yeah, Kathy, really energi- Kathy Russ really energized me, as did Sydney Dodge, who was the overall champion and leader of the event. So Delta Dental did a lead $50,000 gift, which then uh, was able to leverage that to help me with my other CEO colleagues and collected another... 50,000 from other, you know, various corporations to make it to 100,000. And then um, when Kathy mentioned they were at like 499,000 odd, um, we did another little contribution just to make sure we got over the 500,000, which is why you might see an unusual number listed for Delta Dental because it's 50,000 plus like another $1,400 because I really wanted to get to that uh, that half million, because, you know, as I said in my write-up, uh, as you recall, uh, every week leading up to the event, uh, someone would write an article about, you know, cancer and their experience. I mean, you know, I've witnessed so much of it, um, and it was just su- such a moving day. So I wanted to make sure we got to the uh, the half million. We're going to continue to grow this, you know, every year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you're talking about a moving event. That was certainly one of them. To see all those survivors there and taking part uh, in the walk along with uh, the thousands of other people that took part uh, in the event as well. And that uh, sea of pink uh, you were talking about, most everybody was in pink on a Sunday afternoon. I liked and, your decor with it, Kitty. It, it was it, kind of it, like yeah. a flowered pink, you it, know? It was. It, it was, was almost like pajama tops. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much what it was. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, and, but, uh, but I was in a, a women's <laughs> pajama top, but it's okay. <laughs> but, you know, as you... Uh, as as their processional, uh, right at uh, the walk started at one, but at twelve thirty, uh, we actually like to call them thrivers uh, when they came in. I mean, oh my God, there wasn't a dry eye um, in the uh, in the audience as, as they were, you know, you know, walking up because, um, as one of the speakers said, you know, if you if you 
raise your hand if you've been t- you yourself have been touched by cancer and a certain amount of people raise their hand and then it would be the next question raise your hand if a family member has and then a, mm-hmm. uh, and then a friend and by the end of course everybody's hand is up yeah. so you know whether it's breast 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 cancer you know prostate cancer whatever it is we have to do you know uh, you know more research and we're blessed you know right here in Concord we have the uh, the Payson Center and um, the Elliott does good work as does uh, CMC and of course if you want to go to Boston you can do that as well but in any event great day important work uh, for um, for cancer research, and, and you couldn't have asked for a nicer day weather-wise to walk. Oh my God, yeah. it was fabulous. That was incredible. And then uh, and then we finished. We kind of um, sat around, ran into Dunk. Yeah, Concord. Duncan Walsh, the uh, the head coach of uh, the Concord High Crimson Tide, the three-time defending NHIAA Division I champions. Uh, Dunk was there helping out uh, the Red Blazer with the event and uh, some of the food for the uh, the post-race celebration. And uh, Dunk uh, was around around our WKXL studios. He was a very important work, it, Kat, it because was... he coned off the big holes, <laughs> the potholes, because the walk c- comes down that trail and, and yeah. literally goes by the road by these studios. Yeah. And we, we, we didn't want anybody... T- Twisting their ankle. I mean, it's one thing if my car falls into it. Yeah, <laughs> that's one but thing. It's yeah. another thing if a walker twisted an ankle. Right. So Dunk was up bright and early on the Sunday morning, uh, making sure everything was safe for the walkers, and uh, putting the cones uh, outside our studios uh, on the way into a WKXL. And uh, it was just a great event. He did a little leaf blowing around the area as well. So. He did. Yeah, he's amazing. And he's been. I asked him. This is a scoop. You know, I asked him about the upcoming season. He's being a little coy. You know, he lost a lot of his better players, but you know. But uh, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if you, you saw him in the championship final game again. It, it would not shock me at all. Are you I, calling the games this year? I am. I'm. I'm doing them on the uh, Concord High School hockey Facebook page, which I've done the previous two seasons, and you know it's amazing because it's on Facebook and you can see it anywhere. And uh, it was it was started during the pandemic. Uh, because people were not allowed to, to come to games, or it was uh, strongly uh, discouraged for people to uh, to go to games. So that's when it all began. And, uh, you know, most of the time, you know, when you have a Facebook Live event, you can see how many people are actually watching you. Uh, unlike radio, you never know. I mean, uh, well, whether, we have well, at least one point two million. Uh, I think. At least one point two million in our radio audience. Yeah, but uh, in our Facebook Live audience, we have. Uh, there are some games you get three to four hundred people tuning in to yeah. watch Concord High Hockey because of you know the friends and relatives of the players. Uh, you know, uh, on on Concord High, you know, most of the parents are certainly there in in the stands for the games, but people that live all over the country, in some cases all over the world, uh, tuning in. It's and it's not so much maybe for the game, but I think to hear your call of the game. Well, I think that's what it is, Tom. Yeah. But that, speaking of that, now yeah. let's since we're on the yeah. hockey, yeah. the Bruins look good. But I'm 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 switching now to sun. Let's let's think ahead. It's Sunday afternoon. Yes. It's the New Hampshire Hall of Fame. And you and I are going to be someplace Sunday afternoon, correct? At the Grapponi Center. Yeah, it's the uh, induction ceremony, and uh, it's an annual event, and the uh, Legends of Hockey will all convene at uh, the Grapponi Center in Concord on Sunday afternoon. It's it's always outstanding, and uh, the meal is good, but the uh, conviviality, the congeniality of, of everybody 
uh, is just outstanding. It's great to uh, rub shoulders with uh, people from the hockey world and uh, get their thoughts about what's going on. I know uh, you'll have uh, Dick Humilly will be on hand, as he always is, the former UNH Wildcats coach. And uh, Bob Gaudet, the longtime Dartmouth coach, is going to uh, be on hand. And they're already inducted. They are already legends of hockey, but they uh, come every year and uh, attend the event. Uh, Rick Middleton, former Bruins great, whose number is retired, yet number 16. Uh, One of my first uh, color analysts while working Manchester Monarchs hockey. And he uh, taught me a lot about the game. It's amazing. Tom, when you do a game with someone who has the hockey expertise of somebody like Rick Middleton, how much more they see on the ice than, uh, you know, even the play-by-play announcer sees on the ice. Ken, I hate to interrupt. We have a special guest on the phone. Special guest. A special guest. Is that Kitty or Nifty? Is it Kitty or Nifty? (laughs) It's Kitty. Come in if you can hear me. It's Kitty. Kitty, what's going on, Kitty? We miss you. Oh, hey, Tom, you know what? I feel like kind of bad. Were you there right at, at the start of the show? 15 or seconds he, lead time. He was early. I, I, early. I, I, I pulled I was, my best PSJ. I, I, was writing, <laughs> I was writing something down here, and uh, I look up, and I say, I can't believe what I'm seeing. You know, I was like Joe Buck. You know, I can't, can't believe. believe what <laughs> I just saw. Tom Raffio <laughs> made it plenty of time. Did I? Oh, did I, I miss you guys. Did I say Joe Buck? Jack Buck. I yeah. meant to say Joe Buck. You Jack. Said Joe. Jack. I, I meant Jack Buck. Yes. Who <laughs> called that Kirk Gibson home run off Dennis Eckersley? He did. He yeah. of course Jack doesn't come down for breakfast anymore. Right. Right. But Joe's still around. But Joe, Joe is still around. Joe's doing a Monday night football now with Troy Aikman on ESPN. Sometimes ABC. And then sometimes I watch the Manning cast. There was no Manning cast I last week. By the way, uh, Kitty Ray is with us from a remote location, and we'll get yeah. more into that. But we have to take a quick break, uh, and uh, coming up, we'll do the football predictions and also a couple of birthdays that are being uh, celebrated Ooh. today Ooh. and and tomorrow. So we'll take a break. It is the Friday Fun Bunch. Tom Raffio in the house, and uh, Kitty Ray at a remote location, and we'll find out exactly where Kitty is. It's like where's Waldo? After we return from these messages, Gail and Company live on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back. It's the Friday Fun Bunch. Kale and Company here on WKXL and NHDocRadio.com. Tom Raffio joining us in studio. He was early today. And Kitty Ray from a remote location. Kitty, tell us exactly uh, where you are at the moment. Well, I'm not going to give you the exact place because I don't want people outside the door. That's okay? true. The so autograph seekers, the, uh, yes. the fans, yes. the stalking fans. Yes. yes. <laughs> we don't want that, Kitty. Uh, no. Hey, so you know where I am? I am in beautiful southern Virginia in Waynesboro. Waynesboro, and Virginia. Waynesboro, very close to... James Madison University, and this is their homecoming weekend. Ah. But I'm really here for my grandson, Ethan. 
and Ethan is playing. He's a freshman in high school, and he is in the Waynesboro High School marching band. And I am down to see him play his tuba. He plays the tuba. That's awesome. Well, he's a freshman. It is. He is. Yes, and uh, there's a few more home games, and uh, they are the, you'll love this, the Waynesboro Little Giants. The Little Giants. Yes. The Little Football Giants. Yeah, but it's the high school, and I said to him, honey, what, you know, what type of music do you play? I mean, what, do you have a theme? And, you know, I'm like, okay, it's New York, so they must be kind of taking the, Giants. This is maybe why they're giants. Giants thing. Yes. So they play New York music like Frank Sinatra can. I thought you would love that. New York, New York. Yeah. Yes. Uh, What else? What other New York songs do they play? Do you know? uh, Well, they do a Rhapsody in Blue, he said. Um, But he was talking about Jay-Z. So I think they do a little mix. There's like three songs. That they play, and I'm excited. It's the game is tonight, actually, and uh, Friday night lights. That's right. right. So, you, so, so, Kitty, you're going to have four years if he's a freshman of of going to I games. Know. That's great. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my, I was talking to my mm-hmm. colleague from Delta Dental of Virginia, his CEO there, and he said that the that the, the Virginia Tech's having a down year, UVA's having a down year, University of Virginia. Yeah. So the he goes the best college football team in Virginia this year is James Madison. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, yeah. plays yeah. UNH. So that's interesting how far Virginia Tech has fallen. Yeah. Right. They've actually yeah. moved up. Uh, yeah. they're, they're Division One now. Different, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. right. Yeah. And my daughter-in-law, Danny, she went to James Madison. And Ethan, I am sure, when he goes, that's where he will be going to college. It's not too far so, away. Uh, uh, you know, I've yeah. never seen a game there. One of these years, I want to see a game at uh, James Madison. Yeah, I've, well, I've, I've yet to see one. Well, we are actually tomorrow as well. Uh, we were going to go to the homecoming game, but uh, Ethan is in his, uh, the band is in a competition, and Ken, I thought you did like this. It's by Martinsburg. Martinsburg? Mar- yes. Martinsburg, Virginia. Yes. And there's Crossroads of a Million Private Lives. so my son and i after the competition we're going to go golfing so i have Ah, a weekend so i think i'm having zero time for movies guys high school football a band competition movies golf be with your you know your grandson yes a jam-packed weekend kitty I know, I know. I'm going to be exhausted, but I'll be ready next Friday, guys. I know you will. You're always ready, <laughs> and and so we we're ready for birthdays. We have to Yay! get these in while while you can be with us. And okay. uh, and today, October the 21st, is the birthday. Now I don't know if this name is familiar to a lot of people, but uh, a veteran actress. I won't say old time actress, but a veteran actress, <laughs> Joyce Randolph. Does that name sound familiar? Joyce Randolph. She played the role of Trixie in The Honeymooners. Wow. And, and she, wow, is still, she is still with us on TV. The 39 Honeymooners episodes that they have, which seems like they must have 300 of them, but it's 39 uh, <laughs> Honeymooners episodes with Jackie Gleason, Art Carney, uh, Audrey Meadows, 
and Art Carney. Art Carney. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Little just, traveling music. <laughs> but Joyce Randolph is still with us. Tom, she any, can't any possibly guesses? be still with us. She is. I know. She is. I, didn't she? Uh, Hopefully, after this weekend, she still will be. But uh, didn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't Mason Rudolph? Uh, didn't he marry her just for the getting her inheritance? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, God! How'd that worked out. I don't know, but I. I, oh my God! I have no clue, but I'm going to say because it seems like you know between you know yeah. Qu- Queen Elizabeth and uh, all that, I'm, I'm going to go like '96. Kitty. Oh, you know, Tom, you knew I was going to say '85. She is probably even uh, older. I'm going '98. I'm going to say she's '98. Bingo! '98. No. Yes, right on the money. Right on the money. <laughs> Oh. Bingo! Well, whoa! Now, now, no, guys, now we have to hope to heck she doesn't pass I away know. in the next day. I know. Next, huh? next two years, because we did this with Betty White when she got to her ninety-nine. I know. Remember? I we bad. talked about Betty. Remember, remember that day one, one at Sanu Arena? Yes, at the at a Globetrotters game. We were marveling right. that yeah. Betty White yeah. had reached ninety-nine, and then the next day we got the call. <laughs> And you know what else happened? <laughs> Somebody so, else recently, TV? too. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. So, oh my God, we're going to have to look out for Rudolph. Cat, keep an eye on the Rudolph obituary. <laughs> so she is uh, 98, Joyce Randolph, and Manfred Mann from uh, Manfred Mann and the Earth Band, Do Wah Diddy, oh. and Blinded by oh the my Light. Lord. Blinded by the yeah. just uh, don't go don't go any further, Tom. Don't go any further. Uh, <laughs> I did all right, Cat. Uh, you like my tenor voice? You told me. <laughs> so Manfred Mann of Manfred Mann and the Earth Band is uh, Kitty. You can go 90, first. This ninety-four. Uh, I don't think he's that old. I'm gonna, but I'll play kind of like Bob. I'll go ninety-three. Eighty-two. All right. Eighty-two. Oh, I should have done 85. I just won by default. (laughs) You know who else is celebrating a birthday today? It's Judge Judy. Judge Judy? Judge Judy Scheindlin, yes. Judge Judy. All right, Tom, you can go first this time. Judge Judy. Well, she's kind of like Nancy Pelosi, I think. She's like the richest woman in television. Oh, I like, thought that uh, was Oprah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess Oprah's still on TV, but uh, um, Judge Judy is right up there, right up there. I'm gonna, wow. I'm going to go with 81, Kitty. Oh, I don't think, oh, gosh. <clears throat> you said 81. I'm going to go the other side. Uh, 78. 80. Right on the nose. Oh! 80. <laughs> 80. 80. 80. So we'll have to give that give the nod to Tom that time because uh, he said eighty one. He was over it. Would it wouldn't yes. fly we, we didn't, on we the didn't have those right. rules. That's right. right, right. Wouldn't fly on the prices right, but he was he was closer because he went over the actual uh, retail value. Yeah. And I, and Kitty, I was actually trying to help you because no, I, I, I no no seriously because I I love you, Kitty. So it was like I knew she was more like eighty. I kind of even said it. So I went to eighty-one, thinking you would, you would go to eighty, oh. but you went too low. See what, what, what a team player he is! What a team player! <laughs> that, I was really being authentic I was there, when I, I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and one more for today: reality TV star Kim Kardashian 
oh, is is gosh. celebrating today as only Kim Kardashian can. And Kitty Ray, how old is the Double mm-hmm. K? Well, the Double K <laughs> is not. Uh, she, I, you know, I I know she. I think she's in her forties, even though she doesn't think she is. Um, I'm gonna say forty-two. Hmm, that's a tough one. Um. So do I either go 43 or 41? <laughs> All right. All right. I'll go 41. Now, Kitty hit it right on the She's nose 42. again. Whoa. Wow. Bingo. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh. Nice, Kitty. Yes. 40, oh, 42 years of age for Kim Kardashian. All right. So there you go. Those are the birthdays for today. And by the way, one notable birthday tomorrow, uh, actor yeah. Christopher Lloyd is celebrating Oh, Doc. Yes. Yep, from uh, mm. from yeah, Back to, Back the, to future. the Future. Yep. And Cheers. And Cheers. He was on Cheers. Yeah, he was Jim. Uh, no, I mean Taxi Driver. A taxi. Taxi, taxi. yeah, with Danny DeVito. Yeah, he was Jim. Andy yeah, Kaufman, was, yep. Yeah. Great Andy show. Kaufman, he's gone to his reward, too. Yes, he has a long time ago, yeah. There's a great yeah. movie about uh, Andy Kaufman, the too, A Man on the Moon. Remember, yeah. he used to yeah. wrestle women in bars or He did. Yeah. Yes, he did. He right. got hurt. He did, seriously, yeah. Very seriously hurt uh, fighting. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is, Tom? Oh, I have no idea. 70. Uh, I, well, uh, well, I was, I was going to say, like, I don't know, 68 or something. But he is. But you're both way off. 84. 84. 84. No. I, I saw him recently. He was uh, wow. in some Comic-Con or something with uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not too long ago. A couple of weeks ago, I saw him on, on TV. So, but. Kitty, we split that. So we're going to have to. Okay. The tie break is going to be uh, football picks. Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. K- Kitty, can <laughs> oh, you stay I'm with us? To, can you stay with us? Because we, we haven't done the picks yeah. yet. So yeah. we'll take a break. We have to make some money for the station here, and then we'll be back Please. on uh, KL & Company Live with Tom Raffio and Kitty Ray, our Friday Fun Bunch in tow. <laughs> uh, we will be uh, right back after these words from our alternate sponsors on WKXL. It's KL & Company Live. Ken Kale here, Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental. Kitty Ray, our resident flick chick. Flick chick. Yes, how about see, that? See how he's improved his pronunciation. I, I, I've been practicing it, it only took week. It only took him like three years. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, we, we were talking about the uh, the strides against breast cancer walk that we all took part in uh, last week on Sunday, beautiful day. Yeah. And after the race, uh, you know, we talked about some of the great food that was available from the Red Blazer and other places uh, around the city. And uh, you know what I love most about it was Havana, uh, Tom and Ellen's granddaughter, running to get them coffee. That's, that's, uh, uh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> she, she made many, many trips. Uh, she did. She knows she can that. run too. Oh my God, she has uh, a, she has a runner's body for sure. She's already faster than does. me. Then again, that doesn't take much since I'm being timed now by an hourglass. <laughs> oh, but you are running. But <laughs> you and Tom completed the dare race on uh, Saturday. Of course, that by the way, Kitty, that was great, and your colleagues from the state troop. State troopers are really nice people, and we'll continue to uh, grow that back uh, to where it should be. When it was, it was the talk of the town, you know, back a few years when we had it at the racetrack. But the venue is fine; it's a certified course. It's the SCA 5K course. 
Um, the dog show was great. Ken got me some really great pictures um, of the yeah. dog attacking the uh, pretend villain. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was just just a great day. Great, it was. Great, great cause. It, that was great. Both days were great. Yeah. Both days were yeah, great. Yeah, and Tom... Tom, I do know how much they appreciate uh, your support, and they mentioned that when I saw them, and uh, so it's appreciated. Yeah, I, and it's something we it really all, is. we always support. Dare you can't? I mean, that's what what mm-hmm. a great initiative, and we'll continue to uh, yeah. you know grow that back. We're a longtime sponsor, and and the same with the uh, you know the Making Strides Walk. We, it, yeah. we, it's such a moving day. It it hasn't in terms of the numbers of walkers. It hasn't gone back to the sort of pre-pandemic uh, numbers, but it was definitely you know, bigger than last year, and we'll just continue to grow it back, and the key thing yeah. in both cases is we've, we, we raised you know, great funds for, you know, for two great initiatives. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, last night, week seven of the National Football League season got underway, and uh, the Thursday night game on uh, Amazon Prime Video uh, with Al Michaels uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure Al Michaels is making a, a, a very nice salary uh, calling the games, but I hate to see Al relegated to prime video. I mean, really. I, I mean, I, I know it's a, it's a big platform and, and millions of people have it and all that, but, you know, I, I'd still rather see Al because of all the play-by-play announcers currently uh, in the NFL, Al is my favorite. And, uh, you know, you have to go through, a, you know, different – channels to to get to prime video and so on but so anyway. why, so why all the switch up with the announcers i mean you know like he uh, goes there yeah and, and joe joe buck and uh, troy aikman are on espn it's and all ABC. money really now it's got to be i mean that's that's what it comes down to i guess yeah uh, but and why could they not have put collinsworth to that, that one. Yeah, yeah. Call, call, <laughs> put Collinsworth on Amazon Prime. <laughs> you don't like Chris. Well, he, knows, he knows how much I love Chris Collinsworth. Oh, I know. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, not really. I still know. Uh, Great so, on me. So last night, Arizona uh, took advantage of a, a couple of uh, interceptions in the second. Pick sixes thrown by Andy Dalton in the second quarter last night. Arizona beat New Orleans 42-34. to so it wasn't all uh, wow. Kyler Murray. Uh, they got 14 points uh, on the defensive side of the football. Yeah, and Murray uh, was uh, fighting with his head coach at one point. Yeah. The pit. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the Kamara did well. Uh, Kamara did okay, yeah. He did yeah. okay. Oh, by the he, way. He's yeah. He's on my fantasy team. That's why I brought up Kamara. Kamara, yeah, <laughs> yes. He, he did okay. But, you know, he's not, he he's okay. not the Alvin Kamara that he once was, well, but... You no, know? but but who is? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but t- talking about running backs, uh, Christian McCaffrey was traded late last night to the 49ers. I, yeah, yep. from Carolina for four draft picks. Boy, it would have been nice to see in the Patriots' backfield. I would have huh? loved to have seen that. Although the Patriots you know, have some good running backs. Uh, uh, Harris is hurt right now, uh, Damian Harris, but uh, mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson uh, is a very good back. He's on my fantasy team, Ramondre Stevenson. Like, like, and he's giving you some good points. Like, too. like you, you have the past in your in your uh, backfield, and Alvin Kamara, <laughs> and I have the future in mind in Ramondre Stevenson. And of course, <laughs> and of course, that trade is one of the games we have to pick the San Francisco. That that is an, correct. Definitely so, has an impact. So last week, you know, none of us did really good. Uh, Tom was yeah. the best. He was two and two. Tom, 
Tom. Tom was, oh, the, Tom. I was the cream of the crap the last week. The cream of the crop. You are rocking it. I could say another word there instead of crop, but he was the cream <laughs> of the crop. Uh, he was he was two and two. So and, what's my what's uh, my year to date? Kitty Ray and I were both one and three last week. Oh, Tom God. leads the pack. I mean, when I say oh, leads the pack, here. I mean he is uh, head and shoulders above us. Eighteen and six. Through, no. through uh, six wow. weeks. Yeah, 18 and 6. Uh, Kitty Ray is next in line at 13 and 11. So trailing Tom by five games. And I am once again bringing up the rear at an even 500, 12 up and 12 down, as they say. Ooh. So I think, I think, oh I think, I think Kitty is Bill Mambouquet. I think <laughs> I think you are Ed Ed Coleman Senior. <laughs> Ed Coleman Senior. And I and I'm Justin Verlander. And uh, there you go. <laughs> the ace. He is the ace. Well, he was an ace the other night, I'll tell you. That that is for sure for the Houston and, and Tom, you have a celebrity wife too, just like Justin Verlander. Oh too, well, so. I I don't See? I don't know why she's hanging out with me to be honest with you. So I, I don't <laughs> know how that kidding. happened, but I'll tell you. Uh, I, I outkicked my coverage, Ken. Uh, well, I tell you, Ellen is terrific. I I think you did yes. a lot. I think Tom, you did a lot better than Justin Verlander. I mean, he might have Kate Upton, yes. but you have Ellen. So. <laughs> So, so there you go. I will tell. I, I bet that. Ellen is a far superior runner than Kate Upton. That's my guess. Oh, for sure. That is my guess. And yeah. you know, Ellen's amazing with her running, though. She uh, absolutely loves it. So she she is doing like me. Uh, Saturday, she's doing the Canterbury race, and then the, and then the full half. She was complaining oh. she that her foot was sore uh, for a day. So, uh, but now she's all right. Well, well Sunday, <laughs> Sunday she did a half marathon. <laughs> And then, and then she did the uh, making strides against breast cancer walk. That I was mean, her cool down. That that yeah, that is amazing. Oh. I, really, to me, the, the walk was 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 great. I you know, it was a beautiful day, but it's not every day I walk that uh, that uh, you know that kind of mileage. But at yeah, any rate, it took us two days to recover. I, I, oh, well, no, I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering. I'm a recovering something anyway. I don't know. Uh, so the NFL right. picks first game we yeah. have is uh, three and three Atlanta at three and three Cincinnati, and uh, I I have the picks already here, and okay, yeah. it's a unanimous Cincinnati decision. Everybody is picking okay. Cincinnati in that Bengals. one, so no okay. difference of opinion. That's because Kitty loves Joe Burrow. Yep, there you go, and the same is. <laughs> Same is true for the next game that we have here, the four and two Jets at the two and four Broncos. You got to figure the Broncos are going to, you know, uh, break out of their, you know, uh, I don't know, their doldrums uh, or, or whatever it's been yeah. with Russell Wilson. Uh, so, yeah. so everybody on the panel picked Denver in that one. I think the other thing, the NFL, the team, um, in my experience, the team that's more desperate and needs it more usually wins if they're pretty even. So that's why I went with Denver. You went with Denver. It's a home mm-hmm. game for Denver, too, so maybe right. that figured into the equation. Uh, now, we where we have some disagreement is the 3-3 three and three Seattle at 4-2 and two Los Angeles Chargers game. Uh, Kitty Ray is picking the Seattle Seahawks because of her, uh, her, her love of uh, Pete Carroll roaming the sidelines. Stop, it is not. Oh, my God. You love Pete, too? <laughs> it is not. No, I do not. <laughs> you know, he in coached the Patriots, of, you know. I know. In spite of Pete Carroll, I am taking the upset Take, for, uh, for 
for Seattle. Yes. Because I need to earn some points. I need to get ahead. That's true. I'm going with the upset. And uh, Tom and I both taking the L.A. Chargers. And then uh, the final game on the docket is, you know, great game, 4-2 and Kansas City at 3-3 and San Francisco. You have to think that Christian McCaffrey is going to play in that game uh, for San Francisco. Kitty and I have picked Kansas City. Tom is going oh. with the Niners in that one. You again, are. Uh, again, San Francisco needs the game more. They do. Mm. Yes, they do. They're 3-3 yeah. three and three in the NFC West. Well, Kitty Wright, thank you for yeah. joining us. And, Thanks, uh, Kitty. Have a have good time a, at the games. Have a great thank weekend you, uh, with your grandson, Ethan, and the football game fun. tonight. Band yeah. competition, golf, lunches, yes. you know, you name yeah. it. Yes. <gasps> All right. See you Kitty. guys next week. Thank See you. you, Kitty. Uh, bye-bye. We'll be back. Tom and I will continue. We're heading down the home stretch of another Friday Fun Bunch right here on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Don't touch that dial. Gale and Company Live. You know, we're heading down the home stretch. Time flies when you're having fun. And uh, we had Mike Moffin in here yesterday. Time flew by. Uh, we're going to have uh, a, a good friend of yours, Tom, coming in uh, next week. And I know the time is going to fly by. Paul Hodes is going to be with Paul's us. Paul's going to be in gonna studio. You're going to be talking music or politics? We're going to be talking music. He has a new CD out on the Stick market. Stick to music, Ken. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get your blood pressure now, we, I promise we won't talk politics. Um, and by we, the way, Professor Mike Moffat is also a friend of mine. Yeah, he does there you roads go. Ra- races with me, obviously has been a great state representative and a great uh, community leader. Uh, and he's also a writer, right? You see his... Uh, Weir's Times every week. I love his columns. He does a great job. He was in here yesterday. And served our country. Yeah, he has served our country in the Marines, uh, written a book uh, like you. He's an author. Uh, I don't think he's written as many books as you have. I know you're working on number four right oh, now. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it's been so fun doing it compared to my last book, which had to do with the pandemic and crisis management. This one is on people I've met at the starting line who are intriguing, famous people like Joan Benoit Samuelson, but also, you know, people that have used running to transform their life. So it's been it's been kind of fun, you know, working with my wife on that. And if all goes well, early next year, we'll see, we'll see it at the at Gibson's. There you go. Are you going to do Stories an autograph from session? The, of gonna, course. Yeah, yeah. Stories from the starting line. <laughs> so w- when I picked up the monitor yesterday, I, I saw two things that reminded me of you. You were the first person I thought of in, in both of these instances. The cancer fundraiser tops $500,000 mark. Ray Duckler had uh, that article. And then another article in the sports section, Sox might... Regret letting Schwarber get away. Uh, when I saw that, I've been saying that. I mean, all they had to do, I mean, and I realized that they have Tristan, um, as you pointed out in a text Tristan to me. Tristan Casas, yeah. But, but, I mean, they could have re-signed Schwarber. Instead, we were dealing all year long with, uh, until Tristan was called up, with people that didn't know how to play first base, you know. Right. Franchi Cordero, and, and Bobby, Bobby Dahlbeck. And they literally... Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing, actually. They, they literally played with two left feet, um, and, and they couldn't hit besides. So, We're not exactly sure whether Kyle Schwarber would have been able to play first base. I think he probably would have adapted. He played a few games there last year for them, uh, but not an experienced first baseman. But 
he certainly would have been an improvement uh, in in the batting the order. That's Correct. for sure. Because didn't yeah. he, uh, as they said in that article, except for Aaron Judge, like he, oh uh, yeah, he, I mean he had forty six home runs. Right? Yeah, so yeah, he was number two in the majors in that category behind uh, Aaron Judge, who's who's kind of had a, a tough postseason. You know, he has uh, struck out a lot of times, but that's and, what and, you get. And they're down. Oh, 0-2 against Houston, right? Uh, yeah, not not a good place to be against them. And, you know, talking about, and this this is kind of an under-the-radar thing. Uh, I mean, I know they let Schwarber get away, and everybody's, you know, talking about, you know, why didn't they sign, re-sign him when they had the opportunity to do it, and why did they trade uh, Hunter Renfro when, you know, he had a great year last year for the Red Sox. Yeah, that didn't and, make sense uh, either. Uh, <laughs> 30, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, they trade for the Mendoza guy. <laughs> J- uh, for JBJ. the listening audience, that's who, a t- who they ultimately <laughs> traded anyway. Uh, let go, yeah, literally, to, to let Toronto, go. Yeah, um, and that didn't make any sense. But I'll tell you what: what another guy the Red Sox let get away, and this was you know in the early stages of his career, he had not pitched a game for the Boston Red Sox at this point. But Ryan Presley, who is the closer for the Houston Astros, uh, pitched uh, when I was calling games for the uh, for the Lowell Spinners in the New York Penn League. Uh, you could see it then that uh, Ryan Presley had tremendous potential, and the Red Sox did not protect him. He was taken in the uh, Rule 5 draft, which I'm not going to explain, but taken in the Rule 5 draft by the Minnesota Twins, uh, pitched a few seasons for them, and then uh, uh, was dealt to uh, Houston. So both the Red Sox and the Twins let Ryan Presley get away before he has really found his niche with the uh, the Houston Astros. He's one of the best closers in baseball. Didn't, I think, wasn't the rumor that the Red Sox thought he was really like the nephew of Elvis Presley? So <laughs> that's the reason they let him go. <laughs> but no, he, he could really, I remember I, I used to say, uh, he's throwing that uh, Uncle Charlie and, uh, you know, that's mean, cr- meaning a curveball. Cat, that's a curveball. Yeah. And, a 12 uh, to 6 curveball. And, and, and I, you know, his parents were, and his father unfortunately passed away a few years ago, but I, I used to communicate with uh, his, his mother in particular during the broadcasts of the, the Lowell Spinners games. And uh, they used to love it when I said he, he, just, he threw the Uncle Charlie and struck him out, you know, and whatever. Who had the best Uncle Charlie ever on the Red Sox? Remember uh, Mark? Remember the remember the relief pitcher Mark like, Clear. Mark, yeah. Mark Clear. That's right. That's right. Mark Clear. It's he had as clear this, as mud. He had like. Uh, a, well, you and I can remember from the seventies and eighties. No problem. We couldn't tell you anybody in the bullpen now. But oh gosh. Back in you know sixty seven and seventy six, we we knew. But uh, but uh, no, it, the Red Sox do need help, uh, and they certainly need bullpen help. Uh, that that's that worries me. Uh, Whitlock is very good. Whitlock is good, so we're set there. But you know, Matt you, Barnes scares me. Matt Barnes is off. When you say you need help, you're 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 dragging up for me. Um, I remember when I was a, f- a freshman and I was taking or eighth grade, and I was taking algebra with uh, ninth graders, and I wasn't getting it. And my math teacher said, "See me for help, Tommy, <laughs> and you need it." Oh my God, I was drenched with sweat. So you've just you've recalled that for me now. I might have to go to a counselor now. Yeah, oh, oh, gee. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger for next week to see if you've seen counseling about your your algebra. <laughs> and you by the way, Cat, you don't need algebra to succeed yeah. in life. Although it's fine if you like it. You know, you know what I haven't been to uh, this year, Tom, is a is a high school football game. 
And, uh, of course, Kitty's going to one tonight in Virginia. Uh, but I may go to one tonight in Concord because uh, the Crimson Tide have played They're very playing well. well yeah. Playing very well this year. They're home tonight, 6-15. Kickoff time, taking on Wyndham. It's a big game. Has a lot of uh, playoff implications. So uh, Concord uh, will host Wyndham right in our own backyard here at WKXL yeah, at Memorial Field. Yeah, they're well coached. I think I'm going to go to a 4 p.m. Bow soccer game in Bow because uh, Delta Dental helps sponsor uh, the uh, sweat sweat uniforms ah. for them. So I'm going to go see their last game. So so both you and I will be seeing is, some high school is that, sports. Is that today? Today, today yeah, yeah, 4 o'clock yeah. at, at Bow, I believe. At, at Bow High. Playing, playing yeah. Merrimack Valley. So that, that's a, a big game for sure, and uh, there are a lot of big games on the calendar. UNH has a big game this weekend with Elon. And I love the Elon. The Phoenix of Elon. Because my daughter went to Elon, so I always loved when UNH played Really? Elon. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, Jenna went to Elon. Beautiful school. You know the best thing about Elon? You'll never guess it. When you go to graduation, you're, you sit under trees, so you're not hot, number one. Number two... When your son or daughter graduates, you're allowed to leave at that point. It's oh, a really? Oh, you don't have to stick around. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's like oh, the, it's, that's the uh, best, right? That's the best part of best, Elon. Best tradition of Elon, and that's how uh, um, I spent a lot of time in uh, North Carolina uh, in, in those years, uh, because then my son went to the school just up the road there, like ninety miles on the highway. So. Great, great, uh, great campuses in North Carolina, that's for sure. That's a great state, too. I mean, if you're into collegiate sports, that is really a mecca for collegiate sports, uh, North Carolina. So many uh, great colleges and institutions there that uh, play top-flight collegiate sports. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Elon and UNH. UNH undefeated in conference play at 4-0. Elon is 3-1, both 5-2 overall. And uh, UNH coming off that shutout victory at Dartmouth. Nice job yeah. that last week against Dartmouth. And Rick Santos, not Ricky Santos, but not Rick anymore. Santos no. is doing a great job. I think the year he filled in for Mac, I think, helped them, I think, uh, probably, you know, for this year. He was ready to step in. And, and you know what? Rick Santos is a good interview, too. And if you want to hear it, uh, Rick will join us. Uh, right after 8 o'clock on uh, a Monday morning, kind of like a coffee with the coach kind of thing. With Rick? With Rick Santos nice. every Monday right here on Kale & Company. And uh, I'll tell you, UNH going into Dartmouth. I know Dartmouth is in kind of a down year right now, uh, but two-time defending Ivy League champions, and uh, UNH went in there and uh, shut them out. I had a great first drive, and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. And really uh, had the time of possession advantage in the game. I think it was something like uh, 39 minutes to 21 minutes. So. Yeah, they definitely dominate. And I know you go into the local Crimson Tide, but um, the Harvard Crimson Tide have a big yes. game with Princeton. Your alma mater. And uh, they're doing quite well. So uh, I've got to catch one of the. I might, I might go to the Harvard-Yale game this year. That's always a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. No doubt about that. I've only been to one, but my, my daughter's been to do a and few. I think and, you uh, and I were at the 29-29 tie. Yes. Harvard beats Yale. 29-29. We'll, we'll let the listening audience get yeah. the story behind that story next Friday. But I will say this. It's a great movie. It is. Harvard beats Yale 29-29. Got to check it out. Well, Tom, you hear that? That's our traveling music. Jackie Gleason used to have his traveling music. And away we go. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and happy birthday, Joyce, uh, Joyce Randolph, 98 years old.
today. She used to be Trixie on, on the honeymoon. And Judge Judy, 80. Judge Judy, 80 years old. Tom, thank you. It's been a lot of fun. As Time always, flies thank you. Having fun. I'll we, see you Sunday at the Hall of Fame. We, we've seen, we've solved all the problems of the world right here in 55 minutes. Tom, thank you. Thanks thank to you. Kitty for chiming in from Virginia. We want everyone to have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to Coach Santos and more Monday right here. Kale and Company live on WKXL and nhtalkradio.com. Have a great weekend, everybody.